Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. A very physical team. They've had some injuries as well. We don't know exactly who they're going to play at quarterback, running back, but they have capable backups at either place. The, the problem is, is at quarterback, they're totally two different types of offenses that we have to prepare for. We would have to do that some anyway uh, because they're, they're playing both quarterbacks quite a little bit, but it's just different now knowing that Will got hurt. We don't know where that is. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It's a Trigger Tuesday. We'll get into what's bothering us in the world of sports here in just a second. And we want to know what's bothering you in the world of sports. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And now we're going to discuss that and also have some uh, pretty fun audio for you. And even get into some of your Razor Hog update and hear from Sam Pittman. Had heard a little bit of it there in the intro. But uh, he had some other comments to make specifically about uh, Rocket Sanders and some interesting comments there too. But we'll get in that as the show goes on. I did want to read this though from uh, the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback from Jetsman. Uh, we were talking about uh, teams that get hyped up and just never worked out. He says, well, John, how'd that hype work out for Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Well, sadly, it kind of remain- reminds me of what happened to Cheech and Chong's product and every one of their movies. It went up in smoke. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> well, getting Aaron Rodgers you know, out for the year in the third play of the game can really do that to a team. So, yeah, that's where the hype got it. At least there was a reason. I, I can understand it if Aaron Rodgers was still playing and healthy and the team was suffering and struggling right now. That'd be one thing. But I think most people can di- differentiate between that and you know somebody getting hurt that's the key piece to the success of the team like Aaron Rodgers getting well, hurt. Well, the fact that he's playing with everybody and they, even himself and taking it to there where he's saying, yeah, you know, looking at getting back on the field this season, hey, come on, and we know – that that's not realistic, and even if it is realistic, for him to actually get back on the field, play in a game, you're taking the biggest risks by coming back so early and re-injuring and, uh, and just having an even bigger problem than you have right now. Yeah, I, I really don't want to see him, honestly, for the rest of the year. It's a matter of, uh, like, see, like, what was it? I guess, yeah, this past weekend he was over there without crutches, no boot, just throwing the ball around and everything. He was like, oh, look at this. Seeing without crutches, I'm like, I don't care. I do not care. I just want him to have healthy recovery fully next season. I'm fine with that. But this idea that been thrown around, well, if he gets to the playoffs, you know, if they get to the playoffs, then he can come in. I was like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want that. And he's I don't know talking if the team like wants that. not only playoffs. He's talking like he may come in and play the end of the regular season. That's absurd. That is absurd. Like I, I don't want that. I don't, I don't want that. I wouldn't feel good about it. But I don't know. What are you going to do? Like if you're if you're the Jets and he's like, hey, I'm ready to play. I mean, what what do you do? You say no to him? Well, you make sure that the doctors check him over and over, and and you know not only with the Jets doctors, but getting second opinions just to make sure that this is you feel good about it and, and you feel like this is the right move. It just scares me. It scares me to death. I couldn't imagine like going through that process. And we know he's big on. 
I'm trying to make sure I've worded this correctly, like the a unique way of healing. You know, like he's he's done some things as far as uh, the herbal life that he leads when it comes to recoveries and things of that nature. It's I sound like Sam natural right healing. There. Yeah, yeah, natural heal- healing. So I don't know. Maybe he's got something in the tank. Maybe he's got some uh, some voodoo back there that'll <laughs> help his Achilles just heal completely and be fine. Uh, probably not, but uh, again, I'd, I'd be fine with him just sitting out and recovering the right way fully and getting ready for next year. I'd rather have that. And also, uh, NASCAR guy says what triggers him is fans need to stop acting like we won the national championship three years ago, and Pittman <laughs> has had an atrocious years ever since. <laughs> Firing him does nothing except create a bad image for the next hire. Let's not forget that this is his first head coaching job. So, all right. Well, I, uh, if people are acting that way, then I don't know who they are and why they would, but there's no reason to act that way. But there is also, on the other side, reasons to be upset. I mean, you're two and five. Not like you know, well, you two and five is okay now, but two and five before was was not good. Like no, it's still two and five. You're still having two wins and no SEC wins right now. That's a problem. That's a problem. So I get that. I get from both sides of why people are upset, but also why people want to see it weighed out. And everything hinged on that BYU game. It changed the entire season. Changed how people would view the entire season. And that's what sucks. Is because yeah, it is that one game, but a lot of truth to it. If you were able to have a win in this four game stretch, it could have made up for it. Maybe I think people would be okay. But no wins to make up for it. Sitting there where you got to battle for your life essentially this weekend's game, and then also for the rest of the season to make a bowl game. It's not a situation any team like Arkansas wants to be in, but it is the situation that they're in. It's the reality. NFL power rankings are interesting this week, seeing what happened last week with a couple of the undefeated teams going down. So Browns actually, they cracked the top 10. They're at number 10 with a 3-2 and two record. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Ravens 9, Cowboys 8. So uh, And the Cowboys didn't move from their current spot, even based off the win they had last night. The Bills, seven, Jags at six. The Eagles were the team in the top ten that took the biggest tumble where they went from two to five. Lions at four, Dolphins three, Chiefs two, and the 49ers remain at one, which is where they should remain. They shouldn't have changed just because of having one loss there. Detroit Lions at number four. Wow. Detroit Lions are in line for the best record in the NFC if things continue the way that they are because if you look at what the the Niners and the Eagles have as far as schedule-wise, the Lions have a softer schedule. Now, nothing is guaranteed, but as far as their schedule and how it lines up, they could have the best record. Well, the division that they play in, not to say it's terrible, but it ain't good. It ain't, it ain't what it... Uh it is in some other divisions, too. Like, the Bears aren't good. The Packers aren't great. The Vikings, like, who's the most disappointing team so far of the year? I feel like the Vikings might be in the mix. Because I, I mean, think, not saying that they were going to be elite, but to be where they're at right now, it's got to be disappointing. I know they're disappointed for sure. Yeah, they're, yeah definitely. That, that would have to be the team. Now, there could be a couple others. Like, the Falcons, they're not where they want to be, but they are a 500 team. They were expecting to compete in that division, but also the Broncos with all oh, the yeah. off-season talk and Sean Payton coming in, type of coach that Sean Payton is, and they've only won one game? Mm. One in five? Mm. Russell that? Wilson putting up big numbers. He's putting up good numbers, and it's still not good enough. Uh, and I guess their one win. Wasn't it the crazy comeback against the Bears? That's their one win, right? Yeah. Wow. Even I think even the Giants do have a reason to be very disappointed where they're at a one and five. Patriots at one and five, man. Hate to see that. Hate to see that. But uh, actually, I'm completely and totally fine with it. But that's I mean that's where you're at it every year. And six weeks in, it's amazing we're always six weeks into the NFL season, all the way through it. So it goes by fast. It does. I try to do the math in my head, and it's probably dangerous. A quarter of the way, roughly, through the season. Yeah, yeah. about that. Yeah, we'll call it good. A L- little bit more. Yeah. All good for the regular season aspect from it. And we do have updated standings from our picks. So okay. you and I are at 45, Nathan 53, and Chris leads the way at 54. Okay, so pretty pretty close then still. Still uh, plenty of uh, weeks to gain some ground or to lose some ground. My last week was horrible. So, I, again, very frustrating. So i got to bounce back this week. Uh, but there's going to be some good games this week to, to choose from. So hopefully, hopefully I can find a way. Uh, let's see. All right, let's go ahead and get into what's bothering us in the world of sports on our Trigger Tuesday. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger. 
swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, it is time for Trigger Tuesday. I'll go ahead and kick it off with something that I have two of them, actually. But this is a reoccurring one. But whenever it happens, especially for someone that is on a team that I really like and really root for, it has to deal with the whole argument of turf versus grass. And we know that this has been an ongoing thing for many years now and how players, by and large, prefer playing on natural grass. And the New York Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson is the latest one where he trashes the MetLife garbage turf field that they have going on. We've seen players say it before, but when he had to leave the game twice with some leg issues, it's something that people started connecting with the turf that they've actually had. And he said, quote, to the reporters, it's garbage, man. It's tough, man. You're out there running, and all of a sudden your legs aren't in the same place as where your head's at. You're like, well, what's the difference between when we practice and now? And then you look down, and you see turf. So he's another one that's voicing his displeasure about it. And, of course, you know when Aaron Rodgers' situation and so many other situations that have happened with players of getting hurt, at some point in time, it's, I want players to continue to speak out against this. I want them to continue to talk about it, especially when they get injured, because that's the one thing that the NFL claims that they're all about is player safety, right? That's why they went through the insane overhaul of the concussion protocols, right? That's why they make sure that they're protecting the big money makers and the quarterbacks from getting hit in the head or hitting the legs or whatever, throwing penalties and fines and all that, right? Right. So if you're that concerned with player safety, do something, have something put into movement and motion to make it to where these games are played on grass. So I hope the players keep saying it. I hope the coaches keep saying it. I hope they continue to have a movement. I don't know what it's going to take, but whatever it takes, get it to grass. That's the way football should be played. That's the way that if I'm a player and knowing that's my career, my money, my my body out there that's getting put on the line, I want to make sure that I have every single ability to keep myself protected and safe. So, dadgummit, move it to grass so that way we can at least prevent a lot of these injuries from happening on this terrible turf in the NFL. It was triggering to begin the college football season that Tez Walker wasn't able to play, but it's even more triggering after actually seeing him on the field and just the great player that this guy is against Miami. He scored three touchdowns, and he scored three touchdowns on the season. So not only did he have kind of a career game in that game against Miami, but the three touchdowns that he has for the season in two games all came against really good competition. And there was it, they ultimately did the right thing by putting him on the field, but it's a shame that they held him out from the beginning of the season, and he missed so many games before – actually being able to display the talent that we've seen so far. Yeah, the shame of it all is just where you get almost put behind the eight ball, and who knows, not saying that he would have, but it could have been like a Heisman year. You know, It could have been like something to that extent, something that big time, or first-team All-American, something like that, but because of him being held out, uh, it's going to end up hindering him from maybe getting those honors and those selections at the end of the year, so I'm with you. Uh, Another thing that bothers me, and speaking of college football, you know, I used to be a fan of Dabo Sweeney. And I used to be a guy who actually, you know, I, well, I shouldn't say a fan. I, I had a guy that was like, you know what? I don't mind Dabo. I root for him. When he went up against Bama, I rooted for him. And they won a couple of national championships, had a really good team and the way that they played. And it was kind of, uh, Clemson was kind of the, the, the beacon of a lot of those programs that are out there that feel like, oh, well, because you're not in Georgia, or you're not LSU, or you're not uh, these other teams and these other schools in these major states that have all the money and all the tradition, or whatever it is. They kind of felt like, hey, we had it, got it going. We stuck with a guy. We made it work. It was just a good old-fashioned, hard-working team that was really relatable to a lot of college football fans. But over time, Dabo's really gotten on my nerves. He said some weird things, and you know whether you agree with him or not, but he continues to say weird things because Clemson right now is not the team that they once were. We know that parity seems to be really hitting college football tremendously. We know with NIL and transfer portal and all that. The uh, the old days of just a team dominating for years and years and years and years and years may still happen for some, but not for all. But either way, 
Dabo and Clemson aren't as great this year. And he had this quote to say about the unrealistic expectations from fans for Clemson football. He says, quote, We're at a point where if you don't go undefeated, you are losers, you're terrible, and that's just such a terrible mindset. Okay, I agree with that part so far. But then he goes on to say, Honestly, maybe we need to lose a few games and lighten up the bandwagon. Sometimes the bandwagon can get a little too full. That is one good thing about going through a little so-called adversity is you really find out who is with you and who is not. Here's my thing. I get that as a program that wins championships and has an expectation, the fans demand those expectations to be met each and every year, and it can get a little annoying. It can get frustrating. I think it was Nolan Richardson that coined the whole phrase, uh, anytime that uh, you create a monster, you got to be able to feed it. It's just the way it is. It's the way fans are. It's the way programs are. We talked about, you know, cowboy fans or whatever. They're going to talk about, oh, their expectations. Well, they have it because that's what they did. That's what they went through. And so they expect it to happen more often. And to hear, like, Dabo Sweeney kind of take it to this level of saying, oh, maybe we need to lose a few games, lighten up the bandwagon, maybe the diversity. I just don't think that's the right approach that you need to take. Yes, it is annoying. Yes, I can understand if you're great all the time and suddenly you have a couple down years, it's going to happen, but nobody wants to hear that. Fans don't want to hear that. They get mad. They get frustrated, of course. But as a college football coach and as a team, you want to win all the time. You want to have that expectation. You made that expectation by being a championship team. So when you don't get to the championships, when you're not winning at that level, once again, of course fans are going to get frustrated. That's called sports. That's called fans. That's just the way it is. So I don't know if the approach is to say, ah, we need to lighten up the bandwagon. It's getting a little too full. No. I think you need to take the approach of just saying, yeah, that's our champ- that our championship is our expectation too. We're not meeting it. we got to find ways to get there, and we're working through it. But anyways, he just, it seems like he just says things that don't really track about his teams and about a lot of different situations. So anyways, that's another thing. He's just like, hey, if you're a big-time coach, I want to hear my big-time coach say big-time things and say, we're going to get this right and we're going to win us some championships. (laughs) That's what I want. In his mind, he didn't think he was speaking to the true fans where he's saying that he's speaking to people that they like the Clemson brand just because they're winning or even sending a message to the players that it does need to be better. So he... He said those words, but that's not something that he truly believes. He's just not. putting it out there for people that kind of, you know, they jumped on board with the Clemson brand just because they're winning. Mm. Well, I, I again, I hope that he's not. he doesn't mean it. Maybe there's a method to his madness and whatnot, but that was, I don't know. He's, he's also said some things about, like, what was it, the, if the NIL, if players start getting paid, then he's leaving college football. Like, yeah, well, that's uh, happening there, Dabo. And you haven't left yet. So, so he didn't mean that either. Yeah, I guess he, he He was just letting it be known that he was against it. Yeah. And so he went a little extreme in trying to prove that he was against it, but he didn't mean that. Yeah. Well, maybe. So he, he says a lot of things that he doesn't mean, so we have learned that about him. Yes, so. And he is a guy that, you know, you would think you can't take him at his word because he's always saying things that he doesn't necessarily believe. No. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> it's the same thing. Ah, I'm just going to throw it out there and see what happens. Like, Makes it even more frustrating and annoying. But, yeah, there's Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. And uh, we had a few people also on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, Chase from the Bowen Law School says, Miles Garrett says the turf is dangerous and that tr- dude tried to kill Ma- Mason Rudolph in 2019. <laughs> no, th- that yes, that was Miles Garrett. This was Garrett Wilson that was saying it, the wide receiver for the Jets. Uh, but, yes, if Miles Garrett would have said that, I think that probably would have been the reaction, too. It was like, yeah, well. I think helmets are pretty dangerous, too, when you knock them upside someone's head. There are a lot of things dangerous on a football field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, especially when you use them as weapons, uh, like was used uh, there for Miles Garrett. And then also from the 870, we were talking about the NFL teams. It says, who is the best three-loss NFL team at this point in time? Best three-loss team? Wow, digging deep on there. There's a lot of them. Um, Because if you're looking at three losses, you got the Bengals, you got the Colts, the Texans, the Vegas Raiders, the Chargers, the Commanders, the Packers, the Falcons, the Saints, the Rams. Those are all the teams with three losses. Exactly. How about the Rams? Yeah. Rams, they, they seem like a safe pick there. Mm-hmm. I'd probably go with the Rams. Don't know, or oh, also the Jets. No love for the Jets. Forgot, can't forget them. Three-loss team. Bengals, <laughs> they may be figuring it out. 
Yeah, when they have a guy like Joe Burrow in that offense, and uh, now was it seven eleven? I guess is Jamar Chase. Got the seven eleven chain too. Mm-hmm. And he's going for the brand. He's always open or always bleeping open, as he says. So yeah, probably the Bengals are they're there in the mix. And Who's the best one win team? <laughs> Patriots. Ew. <laughs> uh, the Bears. The Giants. The Broncos. Oh man, it doesn't matter. It, they only I, have one win. I to say, I just like the roll the dice and see what it comes up with. I'm I, I don't know who's the well we know who the worst or who, we know who the best winless team is right now. Oh yeah, it's the Panthers by far. Man, they're great. They're the only. <laughs> they're they're really great at what they what they got going on. They'll get a win though. They'll win a game. Just a matter at uh, when and where. Best two win teams: <laughs> Chargers, Vikings. And they played each other, so yeah. maybe you have to give the nod to the Chargers because they beat the Vikings head-to-head. Yeah. What about the Titans in the two wins? Uh, any love for the Titans, who's been disappointing so far this year, especially offensively, their two win. Yeah, you could, you could go through all the wins and teams and who's the best of them all, too. But, you know, actually seeing of who has the, uh, like the lowest-scoring offense this year in the NFL, and I was a little not surprised, but... The team that has 71 points has the least amount, or is uh, the Giants. They have the least amount of offensive points scored. The Patriots have 72, so just a little bit above them, which, again, is not surprising. But then the team above that, Pittsburgh Steelers at 79. Yep. Still finding ways to win, though. And but but here here's what you have to look at also. It's the differential in points. How many points for and against? Mm-hmm. And the Patriots, minus 80. Yeah, that's not very good. It could be worse, I guess. It could be the Giants at minus 96. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. could be a lot worse there. And uh, I guess the Steelers, that's one of the reasons why they have uh, more wins than the others, is that uh, they're sitting there with minus 31. But that's amazing. They have a, a winning record yeah. minus 31. Very impressive. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll come back with more Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday. So stay with us. Hi, I'm Trey Reed from the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, inviting you to join me every Wednesday morning for the latest news from the great outdoors. It's brought to you by Arts Marine in North Little Rock, now under new ownership, but with the same familiar faces and incredible service you've known for years, plus the area's best selection of boating parts and supplies. This is Sports Center. Well, Monday night was a big night for fans in the Dallas Metroplex. Not only did the Texas Rangers take a 2-0 lead in the American League Championship Series, but the Dallas Cowboys picked up a win on Monday night football. Dak Prescott went 21 of 30 passing for 272 yards, throwing for a touchdown and running for another as the Cowboys beat the Los Angeles Chargers 20-17. Brandon Aubrey hit a 39-yard field goal with just over two minutes left to give the Cowboys the win. Turning to basketball, the Associated Press released its preseason men's poll on Monday. Arkansas Razorbacks find themselves at number 14 in the poll. The Razorbacks are one of five SEC teams ranked in the preseason poll. Tennessee is the highest of them, sitting at number nine. I'm Todd Pierce for the Buzz Radio Network. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Blast into a new year with The Rocketman Show, a tribute to Elton John at Oakland's Event Center on January 1st, 2024. The Rocketman Show with Russ Anderson features a night of Elton's greatest hits, incredible costumes, and fierce piano playing on January 1st at Oakland's Event Center. Tickets for The Rocketman Show are available at oakland.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride, and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. A current phone equals a $500 down payment. 
payment allowance. Flip phone, $550 down payment allowance. Brick phone, $600 down payment allowance. But bring in Grandpa's old bag phone, that's a $700 down payment allowance towards your new ride. Plus, no payments until after New Year's. Everyone has an old phone, and everyone gets approved. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. If you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports Authority. Touchdown! It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson, off play action, gonna throw a little screen pass, left side, has completed the five, into the end zone, touchdown Arkansas! Lucas from 11 yards out, and Arkansas's a PAT away from time. On 1037 The Buzz. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close to your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. Arkansas taking on Mississippi State. Arkansas is a six and a half point favorite. The over under is 48 and a half. Arkansas State is 11 and a half plus 11 and a half. As they host Coastal Carolina, the over-under is 60-and-a-half. There's also college football tonight, so you can look for those lines on the Bet Saracen app. Thursday night football, Jags taking on the Saints. Saints are the home team, and they're a one-and-a-half point favorite. Over-under is 39-and-a-half. Major League Baseball, Diamondbacks, Phillies, and Astros Rangers, both the home teams are one-and-a-half run favorites. For the Diamondbacks Phillies, it is seven and a half runs. Astros Rangers, which will be tomorrow, eight and a half runs for the over under. For the most accurate and up to date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store, download the Bet Saracen app, or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of how to play featuring Jancy Sheets. It is out of bounds here on a Trigger Tuesday. And as a reminder, we're going to be down there in Birmingham for SEC basketball tip-off starting tomorrow, either tomorrow and on Thursday. And it's all thanks to First Security Bank, so appreciate them being a part of it. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun getting ready for college basketball season uh, starting this week. And there's even an exhibition game this Friday for the Razorbacks. Uh, and it's not going to be on radio. It's not going to be streaming. It's not going to be anywhere. So if you want to go, or if you want to see the game, you're going to have to go. It's the only way. Uh, but on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, since it is a Trigger Tuesday, James and Conway says, what triggers him is our smart hog fans that always think a big, strong quarterback needs to be a tight end. Did not realize how many sacks we would have had if K.J. Jefferson wasn't in the backfield. Nick Saban, it was the best he throws. Said it best, he throws guys off him like a gnat on a cow's ass and still makes plays down the field. Now I'm done. So... I get you, James. I get you. Yeah, it's it's something to where I can understand even more so if this was like a first-year quarterback and there was some issues and some struggles. I'm not saying it would be right, but it's like KJ's proven himself time and time and year after year again that he he can play the he can play the quarterback position in the SEC and be very effective at it. So if you have evidence of it, it it's hard to argue. It's just been a tough year for the offense in general. There are some people that they're always going to be in that mindset that there's something better, and we heard a lot of great things about Jacoby Criswell. So yeah. there are some people that are ready to see him, and maybe if uh, some of these games don't go a certain way, maybe just get him some experience. Yeah, I guess my viewpoint is is if you want you know Jacoby Criswell in there, like what do you think he's going to be able to do that KJ can't? Like the offensive line's still going to be there. It's still going to be a problem. 
still going to be getting rushed like crazy. And still don't have the same running back. So I, don't, I just don't know if by putting in Criswell, what's that going to change? What's that going to do? How's it going to make it better? I don't see it happening. But maybe uh, you get your wish. Maybe there's a time where you get to see a little bit of Criswell and see what happens. But I know that they plan on Criswell being the guy next year unless, you know, somebody enters into the portal that might be better. It's just the way college sports is right now. It's, it's all over the place, and it's wild to see. And also, uh, from the Asher Record Life Fan Feedback, comes from uh, YG. He says, what do you think the Hogs record would be at this point if they played this year's schedule in reverse? So, game one <laughs> against Missouri. Oh, gosh. L. Yeah. I mean, at, at this point in time, it looks like that would be a loss. But, because, uh, again, if you look at what Arkansas was doing in that first game, it was a little bit better, but you're talking about a lot of changes and having to open up against a, a SEC team, whether it's at home or not. Yeah, I'd probably uh, say that that would be uh, more than likely a loss for Arkansas to start the year. And then after that, so you get to <laughs> FIU, you'd win that okay, one. One and one. Auburn at home. Yeah, possible. Uh, yeah, two two and say, one. Let's two go and one. It. At Florida. Two and two. You got Mississippi State at home. Three and two. Then you got Bama. Uh, three and three. And then at Ole Miss. Three and four. A and M three and five, LSU three and six, BYU three and seven, and then Kent State <laughs> four and seven, four and seven, and then Western Carolina five and eight, <laughs> or four and eight, or five five and seven, five and seven. So yeah. So even if you did it in reverse, probably be the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only one I would say maybe as your best chance of being flipped would be BYU. Maybe, just maybe. But I mean, you never know at the end of the year, injuries and whatnot, and where the team's at, but. That'd be the only one that I would feel confident that could been could have been flipped at this point. So let's see. So still five and seven, best case six and six. Okay, so if we stopped at Ole Miss, because that's where right. it would currently stop. So we'd be looking at what, four and three. N- n- no, not no, even four and three. See, two and two, two and three, <laughs> two and four, two and five. Same thing. Two and five. Hmm. Okay, it'd be yeah. So the same. schedule reverse would do nothing. <laughs> It would be pretty much the same deal, yeah. Um, uh, or or maybe um, three and four, three and four, yeah. Because we we gave them Mississippi State, mm. so three and four. All right. Well, so much better. But again, so yeah. if they win the BYU game, then that's exactly what it would be, even as the schedule is. Yeah, it's. I think it wouldn't have changed much just because of the circumstances, and I don't know. That may be something also you look at when the season comes to an end to say, okay, well, how, far, how, how strong do they finish? Because if they finish a lot stronger, then maybe you could have an argument. But if they still struggle and they're still having the problems at the end of the season, it doesn't matter. Like, it's going to be bad no, no matter what, and the record's going to end up being the same thing. So that, that part of it won't matter. Also, uh, from some of the 501 on the Southern Structural Solutions text line says, I got a question. Where did backup quarterback Malik Hornsby go, and how is he doing? I think he's at Texas State. He's at Texas State. He's not starting. Yeah, he's not, he's not playing. T.J. Finley. Who transferred also is starting. Yeah. So that's I'm trying to think of where. Yeah. Cause, oh, yeah. Because he didn't commit anywhere the first time he entered into the portal. He just entered into the portal. Came back. And came back. So, yeah. He's uh, he's down there and haven't really seen much of him. Let's go to Joe, who's in Cabot. What's up, Joe? Well, not all. I, I just uh, want to comment on that guy who said that KJ should be changed to tight end. <laughs> that guy's crazy. He could go in the portal next year and start for Alabama. I guarantee it. Probably start for most college football teams, I believe. No, he could start at Alabama. Yeah, I no, that. I, I don't dis- fully disagree. I think that if he transferred somewhere in the conference, he'd probably start at almost every place that he would be at. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, we're, we're lucky to have him, and, and we should enjoy it while we got him. I, I completely agree, Joe. I completely agree. All righty, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, man. I always like the the way of any time that you look at, uh, whether it's a coach or a quarterback or whatever, uh, I think it was Colin Coward that put it best. Where he's like, if, if you want to know how good you got it or how bad you got it, look at your conference and how many people would you trade straight up for or straight up with. And that always gives you a good indication of how you feel or maybe where you're at with your current coach and, and quarterback. And if you use it for K.J. Jefferson, you know there may be a few guys like Jaden Daniels is really good. As we know in in this conference, but I mean, how many more would you say? All right, I'm gonna trade KJ Jefferson straight up for that other quarterback. 
I would be hard pressed to think that there would be many people that they would choose straight up in the SEC over KJ. Fans, that could, is. Could be two or three. Yeah, but not many. Yeah, not many at all when it comes to those comparisons. Uh, let's try a Shane, who's in Benton. What's up, Shane? Hey, guys. I just want to. Uh, I heard some uh, rumor on the internet that uh, Brazil is not doing as good as what they thought. Do you guys got any chips and lie on that? Well, I can tell you that that is uh, a rumor and a speculation. From my understanding, Trevin Brazil has been doing really well. Uh, they're still really being cautious about bringing him back too quickly or too soon because of the, the rehabilitation. But from all intents and purposes, it looks like that he's going to be just fine and he's going to be strong and he's going to be ready to go once the season starts up. All right, appreciate you uh, calling in, Shane. And uh, before we take a break, real quick, too, Shane or uh, Savage, who's in Cabot? What's up, Savage? What's up, fellas? Hey, so, Savage. guys, what's your thoughts on this this coaching staff of the Hogs on evaluating talent? Hmm. Well, uh, I think that some places it might broad, be. I, I know it's a it's a broad question, but yeah, look at, look at their decision making on this team. Tesla's not on the field most of the time. Uh, you got a tight end that came in after Hoff got hurt. This kid should be playing with Hoff. You know, we're in a two tight end set. I just want you to, I don't. I don't think this coaching staff knows how to evaluate talent. We know KJ is an amazing player. You know Rocket is an amazing running back. It doesn't take rocket science to figure out where to put these guys. But as a whole, I don't think they're staff. It. I don't think they have it. Well, what, what about Sam Pittman? What about defensively, Savage? Do you feel like defensively they've? Because I feel like they've done a pretty good job defensively of identifying talent. Defensively, yeah, because they got a good coordinator. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think that they upgraded the backup quarterback situation. I think that, that that's at least something. And then I think that the the tight ends, for sure, Gums, has. I, I was expecting him to be a big part of the team, and he hasn't done anything, Absolutely. really. And I think the main problem has also been identifying offensive line. They just haven't done a very good job of, whether it's the portal or the recruiting or whatnot, There's there's been some highlights here and there. But overall, they have not done a good enough job on the offensive line identifying talent, too. Yeah. Kentucky, Missouri. There's a lot of teams out there evaluating that are getting better, that are lower tier teams just like we are, but they're getting better and we're not. Yeah. You guys have a good one. I appreciate it, Savage. I feel you, man. I feel you. That's frustrating. It really makes me uh <laughs> really makes me uncomfortable even saying that the with the Missouri and Kentucky. But you're right. Uh again, and there's been times I feel like they have identified guys that have been really good. I think that the you know, running back position obviously has done really well. I even think wide receivers, for the most part, has done well. They just can't 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 get the flow of the game when the offensive line isn't doing their job and then blocking for them. It's a big been a big problem. And also, Chuck and Brian, before we take a break, what's up, Chuck? What's up, y'all? What's up, man? Hey, Chuck. I I have an observation. And I'm not even sure what I'm observing, but I, it's an observation. The first person we decided to fire last year at the end of the season was the strength and conditioning coach because by the end of the season we were getting pushed around pretty much all, all over the team, right? Yeah, there's so that, is that and other reasons, but yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, I heard there's like some uh, some cultural issues as mm-hmm. well. He was, uh, he was, he was uh, backstabbing to folks. Anywho, so we bring in a new strength and conditioning coach. And when I think of what that guy may have done that has helped our team, he put 25, 35 pounds of rip on Landon, uh, Landon Jackson and turned him into a freak. So clearly that seems like a good thing. But do you think that the 25 to 30 pounds of rip that he put on Rocket was the wrong thing to do? I mean, I don't know if it was the wrong thing to do. We just because we haven't seen Rocket as much due to injury. And uh, the time I saw him in the AM game, he had a couple of big plays. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, but even early in the season when he was healthy, before he got dinged up, mm-hmm. he didn't have that explosion that he did last year. No, I agree with that, Chuck. And, hey, we appreciate the phone call, man. We got to run, but we got more Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday coming up next. The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs. Even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted. Don't wait. 
Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Justin Anchor reminding you that if you want the job done right, then don't stress. Just go with the best. CertiPro Painters is your go-to painting company. You can get your free estimate scheduled at CertiPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Each CertiPro Painters business is independently owned and operated. People who are going to be responsible and people who are going to be accountable to you and your family to make sure your project gets done right. So if you've been thinking about sprucing up your home or business for the fall season that is almost upon us, you need to get CertiPro on the case. Use the company that I've used many times over over the years. It is CertiPro Painters. You'll be happy you did. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. USA Basketball's embarrassing performance in the recent FIBA tournament featured losses to Lithuania and Germany. A couple of perspectives that are that the U.S. didn't bring its first team, and another is that the rest of the world is just catching up to us. But hey, at least we didn't get cheated like we did in the 1972 Olympics by those dirty commies. Perhaps in the upcoming Olympics, we'll win gold again. Or, the way things have been going, maybe we'll lose to the Congo and Luxembourg. But hey, I digress. Or maybe we're just going to have to face the fact that as the rest of the world catches up, we're going to have to start improving. I think we can do it. Perhaps today is the right time to start your day at Doublebee's with a delicious cup of hot, fresh Renoco coffee with a selected roast of your choice. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or JackalopeCycling.com. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crockpot this morning? (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Third down, here comes LSU. KJ, flush, rolling right, keeps his eyes downfield, throwing deep. God has at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Arkansas! There's your play. 59 yards to Lucas. On 103.7 The Buzz.
One thing is not triggering for anybody out there is knowing that deer season is fast approaching. And when there is no tree in the exact spot to be a good tree stand set, use a ground blind instead with Max Prairie Wings. Because in Stuttgart, where they're located, they have the ground blind solution. The all-new Rhino 180 see-through blind takes ground blind hunting to a whole new level. The new unique two-way mesh system prevents wild game from being seen in while allowing you, the hunter, to see out crystal clear without any obstruction rhino 180 see-through blind started just 125 and the ever so popular ameristep brick house blind is just 99 dollars. it's also it's nice to know that what's going on in your stand you know what's going on start seeing the action as it's happening even when you're not in the woods with the tacticam reveal x pro trail camera it's real-time photos and taking them for you right there and delivering them to your cell phone. The Tactitam Reveal X Pro Trail Camera is just $149, only at Max Prairie Wings. And these specials are available in the store, but you can also check them out at maxpw.com. That's Max Prairie Wings, your one-stop shop for all of your hunting needs. Happy hunting with Max Prairie Wings. Appreciate everybody listening in on a Trigger Tuesday. And we'll have your Razor Hog update. It's here from Sam Pittman and some of the stuff he said yesterday. But uh, I did. I guess now I understand where some of the comments from the, uh, you know, KJ moving to tight end and all of that. Uh, from the uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 479 says, I guess Rick Schaefer and Bruce James were talking about it on the Morning Mayhem show about him moving to tight end and uh, going to the NFL in that regard. So I guess it makes sense of where the discussions were coming from. Because I kept wondering, like, where did this happen? Like, who, who started discussing this? But I guess it was the morning show with... Uh, Rick and Bruce. But that that's why the it. question for Bill was, was he talking about on the NFL level? He said no, like now. Mm. He wants to see him do it in college. No. I uh, so again, I'm, I'm not, uh, not going not gonna to go to that point. And even so, like, will he make it into the NFL? I don't know. For crying out loud, it seems like most of the, quarter, most of the quarterbacks end up doing great in the NFL, get overlooked and not really sought after because that's just how it goes with the NFL draft. So I have no idea who's going to make it big or not, but... My whole point is, is like, hey, has K.J. Jefferson proved already that he can play and be effective and be really good in the SEC he, as quarterback? He has. There you go. That's all you need to know. If he can do that in the SEC, I'm not saying he'll do it in the NFL, but I think he can at least deserve a shot to try to get it going in the NFL and make it, make it happen for him. So, uh, but now I understand now where the context of it was it from. And the actual record wife and feedback, Lee also comes in on Trigger Tuesday says, John, I could care less about the Astros or the Rangers and who wins, but what triggers me is seeing a team have bases loaded with zero outs and cannot come up with at least one run in a playoff game at home. Says too many elevated swings, no small ball, nothing. Uh, and when the guy's dominating, you do something different to put pressure on him and the defense put in play, be better. Father's teaching your kids how to bunt or to battle with two strikes and how to have an approach isn't hard. I don't know. I don't get paid millions, so I'll just hush, but my Cardinals still suck. So, appreciate that, Lee. I will say, I'm not even a baseball guy, but that's my biggest thing, too. Is uh, It frustrates me if you have no outs, or even just one out and bases loaded, and you can't get anything. That's like the worst type of thing you can have happen in that situation in baseball. Especially when you do it over and over again for multiple innings, and when it happens in a single game like that, you come up short, that's where the frustrations really come in. You want to pull your hair out in situations like that. Let's go to Ryan in Hot Springs. What's up, Ryan? So there, uh, that, that that to me that is y'all talking about KJ going to tight end. That's about goofy if you ask me. The um, what he's done and where he started from is pretty awesome if you really think about it. He, uh, you know, he was really raw out of uh, coming out of high school, and I think that's the reason why he was a four star on potential. Um, but to to put up the stats that this man has put up and has at times protected the ball better than some of the elite quarterbacks we've had at Arkansas. I mean, you consider at least the one year Tyler Wilson played, he was there that he started under Petrino, he was pretty elite. Um, Mallet, his year was uh, his two thousand ten was considered pretty elite. And he's had I mean obviously he didn't put up some of the numbers he did, but we were also a 
more of a uh, run-heavy team. We want to balance those teams. But to put the passing numbers and protect the ball the way he has, is I just I completely a little bit disrespectful. I, I, I genuinely think that uh, he has a legitimate shot at if he can get on the right. I mean, a lot of it goes comes down to the team that he lands on. But he has a legitimate legitimate shot at being an NFL quarterback. I mean, look look what they did to poor Lamar. All he did was win the Heisman. He gets into the NFL, and all he wanted to do is climb a glorified running back. I mean, back like he couldn't throw the ball. So I, I, I just think that's. I mean, and we still got five games. <laughs> he could. He still could legitimately turn it on and show you why. Why Arkansas was genuinely hyped about him in the preseason. So that's that's my two cents. I just think that's asinine, and uh, let's uh, see how the rest of the season plays out. All right. Appreciate it, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. That's the right thing to do at this point. Let it play out. Yeah, and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But real quick before we take a break, we've got to get to your Razor Aug update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog Update, Pittman, yesterday, is Rocket Sanders done? I, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, uh, he's not going to play Saturday, but... Um, I really don't know. You know, it just depends on uh, how he feels and and uh, the pro- progression of his rehab. Yeah, that just sounds like Rocket Sanders ain't playing for the rest of the year. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say it. But uh, it certainly doesn't look good because I know people were looking at the updates for him. Also, Razorback basketball. Just to remind everybody that Arkansas in the preseason SEC is picked to finish third behind Tennessee and Texas A&M. Also, Trevin Brazil named to first-team All-SEC preseason. Devo Davis named to second-team All-SEC preseason team. And there's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. When we come back, we're going to have Josh Braun, Razorback offensive lineman, joining us thanks to Matt Black All-State Insurance. We'll talk to him about the Alabama game, but also looking ahead to the Mississippi State game. You won't want to miss that interview, so you better stay tuned with us here on Out of Bounds. It's Kayak Chaos at Arts Marine. Pick your perfect kayak from their large inventory and start exploring the natural state. Right now, get 20% off feel-free kayaks. We also slash prices on Mokin 10 and Lure 10 kayaks. Your granddaddy trusted Arts Marine, so should you. Emily and her friends were driving to a party, and they were texting. It's Jen. Oh, tell her we're on our way. Wow, get this. Tom's there. (laughs) 